it is it's it's lazy like that's the biggest very thing. much so marvel is at a point where it's it, i don't know how it happened but it's not in a sustainable place anymore ready the armada kenobi i'm not a monster Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. Me, 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 me. Oh, How are you all feeling? It is a great day to be with you all. Uh, sure. We're jacked, y'all. We got a great yeah. episode. Yeah. Marcus is eating a cup of noodles. It's going to be a great episode. Right, Cheers, right out of the gate, hey. you got to call it out. I don't, don't, don't want to leave it. I don't want to leave it. Like, hey, if anybody hating on me, mind your damn business. Cheers <laughs> to you. you know what I, mean? I mean, a cup of noodles <laughs> is when you are like, I'm hungry, but I don't want to wait around. Like, that is just... Hey. I, I have also heard of ways that you can, like take your cup of noodles experience up to the next level. By like adding adobo. Uh, adobo is oh, a great way. Okay. Some, okay. Ch- some chicken, a raw egg, like an egg. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so egg. that's how you take it from good to great. Yeah. Uh, but again, some days you just you do what you can. Um, yeah. Y'all, we're going to get into it. So we're going to talk a little bit of some, thank you, uh, Roman's Roman's Chiron, like his kangaroo in the water. So if he's if you're seeing somebody comment on all of our YouTube videos and it's a it's person Roman. named Kangaroo in the Water, it's Roman and it's incredible. Yep, that's Good. it. That's that's it. Good. Um, Good. We are going to talk a little bit about some Marvel news, mm-hmm. uh, some decisions that they have to make. We're going to talk a little <laughs> Zack Snyder. We're going to take a debate that we had from the chat and we're going to bring it right on into this podcast, which mm-hmm. I'm very excited about. Mother- um, and then we're going to talk, I want to talk about the echo trailer. That's what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Um, that's I got some about. news about, um, about blade too. So, Ooh, okay. Oh, I saw awesome. that right before Did we started. Right before started. started. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot of news. We got a lot of Marvel news today that we're going to dive into, but yeah. in order to do it well, and in order to do it right, we need to make sure everybody is thoroughly welcomed and introed. And so I'm going to kick it on over to Brian Roush, AKA blue flannel craft <laughs> beer dad, Brian, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I, I just got back from a little trip to a, to an Ohio brewery called mm. Brewdog. Went there with Dog. yeah. Shout out to Brewdog. If you want to sponsor this podcast, uh, we would love that. We feel free to talk to us. And uh, yeah, went there with a few friends. Uh, my bestie Brian and and yeah, we just we went to the brewery for two days and drank some really good beer. Just got back today, and I'm super hyped to be here and talk about everything that we're set to talk about because. I have strong feelings, so I'm excited to get them out. I'm excited to get them out here, and I'm just in a very good mood because, again, I've been drinking craft beer now for about 48 hours straight, mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, and I'm here now, so it's good. It, it's that's really good standard. to be here. I'm so I feel excited like that's my moment to queue up. Welcome to the good life. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I live. Yeah, so I will say, I will oh, say okay. this. When, when, when Brian says, oh, my best friend, Brian, oh, he's not friends with himself. That's another person named <laughs> Brian. Brian. I promise so... this isn't a John Mulaney bit. I do have a best friend named Brian. Yes. Uh, he is real. Yep. He exists. He spells um, his name the other way you spell Brian. Oh, B-R-I. Yes. He's B-R-I. a B-R-I, you know. Mm-hmm. You're I, a B-R-Y. Yep. This is why we can keep each other, you know, we can keep track of things mm-hmm. a bit easier this way. That's right. Um, that's so right. that's, it, it's helpful. It's helpful. 
hate to be friends with another Marcus because that just gets be hard. Then well, Brian hard. and Brian is fine. Marcus and Marcus just feels like oh, it's a high a high octane strip club or M A R K Y S. I don't oh, know how I, you'd spell that. That'd be an insane way to spell oh Marcus. God. You'd be surprised how many people are like, "Can you spell your name for me?" And or or I will offer them to spell it's my name. Yes, yes. And they'll be like, "Is it M A R Q U I S?" And I'll be like, "That's Marquise." And that also no. feels racist. Yeah, yeah like it's <laughs> no, it does though. It feels it feels it's, a it's, little. It's, yeah, like even when don't. even when black people say it, it just be like, "No, my name is not no goddamn Marquise." <laughs> I don't know what you named your little nephew, but. Mine is M A R C U S. It looks good on a chip. And do you feel like you're playing roulette a little bit when you guys go to any food ordering? Like, oh. can I have a name? Well, and actually, like, mm. I don't have that issue. Like, if I no? go to Starbucks or like anything okay. like that, they usually get it right. Sometimes I get the occasional M A R K U S or M A R K I S. Is a like, is it Marcus or Marcus? Marcus. The most outrageous mispronunciation, misspelling that I got at a Starbucks was somebody got my name. I said, Doug, they heard dong. And yeah. so they said, I have a coffee for dong. And I was like, right here. So, and what's really funny is my sister-in-law's present was present Crazy. at the time. So now every time she'll like ask Brittany, she's like, where's dong at? Like, geez, that's just kind of my name now. That so. is so fucked up. Cause it takes one moment for your nickname uh-huh. or like whatever yeah. name to just stick I'm dong forever. now for I mean, everybody that I know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Dumb. my gosh. There's no way that they took that name. They're either they're either really Dumb. judgmental or or like non-judgmental and they're like, oh wait, no, his name is Dong. I'm not gonna ask any questions. Maybe. Or they just did the thing twice. He doesn't look like he's from East Asia, <laughs> but I guess we're just gonna take it. Just, like that's this is how it is. Thing we have to write it on the cup. Like no, we, we have, have to write it on the cup. By the laws <laughs> of the rule. Yeah, like, that's just can't... the way change this those are the laws the laws yeah. are when it's on the cup it, that's yeah. your name that's that, just the way it works that's that's how it is you can't you can't change it i, believe, I would ask marker. again anyway because then are you making me say the name out loud dong dong, dong? are you here dong dong i'm it's doug but i'm okay. looking for the white dong white dong not black dong but dong right here <laughs> usually uh give a name similar to ron oh Roman. okay mm. i mean roman i'm it. sure people are like really like like the nation, like the empire, Roman, the empire, with really? the Caesar, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, speaking of names, we also have to kick it on over to Miggity 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 Back Daddy, oh, Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, oh, yeah. how you feeling? I'm good, baby. I got my noodles. I got my homeboys. I got my podcast. You know what I mean? It's just a good day. That's you know what I mean? It was a, it was a yeah. rough day before, but then it turned into a good day. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that you are enjoying your noodles with your boys. Uh, It's just, it's all around. That's the thumbnail. You gotta, you gotta just slow down sometimes and enjoy those noodles with the boys. One one slurp at a time. Um, Listen here, dong. (laughs) Slow your roll. (laughs) Um, Marcus, you had a pair. uh, You had a big event both on Saturday and on Wednesday of last week. Marcus, how did those go for you? Man, it was so good. We had our Unity Week event from my office, and, you know, we partnered with the Native Student Services and a lot of other departments on campus and student organizations. Um, We were able to hear from the phenomenal Tazba Chavez, um, who is a writer and director on Res Dogs. Um, We were also able to talk to Rashina Nash again, um, put him on a panel 
um, who is also a writer and director for, you know, the Black Family for Coco Melon, Atlanta Insecure, mm-hmm. a lot of those Disney Plus, Hulu, like all that kind of stuff, um, and moderated by Megan Richard Shaw. So that night was just phenomenal. Um, I'm really going to try to get Rashina Nash back on the podcast because she's just phenomenal, but also trying to get Tasba on here because, you know, she just has really good energy. So this is me, Tasba, you know what I mean? Marcus here, in case you forgot, it's me. Uh, inviting you here on this podcast. This is so that I can upload this clip to socials and hopefully that you see this and I have not been forgotten about. Um, we would love to have you on here. Come up here and talk your shit. We loved you, Miss Rashina. We cannot wait to have you back too as well. Um, but it was good. And then we had our Unity Ball event. Really great night. Really fun night. We also had um, Daniel French, who was a big festival performer, big performer. Mm. Um, he was here. He performed. Did a great job. Thank you, Daniel. Just a really good week. Thank you to everybody that helped. You know what I mean? Love it. Love wow. to hear it. And I don't like to put this type of energy out in the world, but mm-hmm. I mean, if there were tabloids, there might have been some reports of new romances bubbling at uh, at uh, the Dakota Brick House. But that is neither here nor there. Well, those are uh, rumors. Yes, Doug. those are all rumors. Doug, one hour later, how are you doing, man? I am doing outstanding. Uh, that was an excellent pivot. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Um, I'm doing Learn great. As you can see, I am repping my alter ego. He's not a mom, so that's the that's the exciting thing. Not a mom, God, um, So <laughs> I didn't even have to look. Much like Taylor, much Roman. like Taylor Swift is breaking the mold of skinny British guys with Travis Kelsey. Marcus <laughs> J. Destin is breaking the mold of moms and you know, everywhere. Breaking when I think, the mold of moms and hearts everywhere. When I think of trending and Taylor Swift, I immediately think, you know what? She has a lot of skinny common British guy, Marcus. Yep. She has mm-hmm. a lot of common with Marcus. That's right. Breaking molds. Douglas, one hour later, how are you doing? (laughs) What is I am doing? (laughs) Outstanding. As you can see, I am repping my alter ego running ambassador hat today. Good. Uh, I got my gear. Pretty nice. Pretty excited about it. So for those that don't know, I'm an ambassador for them. So if you are looking for a running hat. Awesome. Uh, or just a new cap in general. If you're a follically challenged gentleman like myself, oh, oh. Um, aka you bald as shit, um, you know, <laughs> get yourself a hat and you can enjoy that. So that's where we're at. So I got Great. this one. Um, I also got a beanie because it's South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got this really fun, like black paint splattery hat that I enjoy as well. That's so, really nice. Um, excited to start running in these. They've got like a sweatband in them. So super excited about that. Oh. But other than that, I got off a stint of holding down the Wagner house for 24 hours as my yeah. wife took some time to herself and went to a Good. concert with a friend in Fargo. Ooh. So Good. I was single dad in it yesterday on the fall back and yeah. we handled oh. that fall back like a champ. Like Love we that. were just ready. Love that. So very excited about that. I missed that Good. completely. I woke up and was like, why the fuck is my microwave? I thought something happened. I was like, why the fuck is the <laughs> clock on my microwave? Say it's like eight o'clock. And it was like, completely wrong so (laughs) and you know what's funny and we were at the unity ball and this nice older gentleman came up and was like can somebody make an announcement on the microphone that daylight savings time is tomorrow and i was like fuck no no man we can't do that we're not gonna do that that's not what this is for and then forgot about it just and so i was like he was right and i was wrong so i look like the asshole now so i mean kind of but okay well um also weird request also yeah uh, marcus and i had a little adventure on friday we which did. was really right. exciting was we, we got to we go beat, beat up a guy at a, um and at his girlfriend we assaulted somebody at a casey's yeah, yeah all it. because of a, a deal for a used ps5 went that, bad. and next thing you know Take we that. had to go to fisticuffs huh? with a you guy. You thought we weren't rough and tough, Brittany. 
Yeah, didn't think we were good tough. Now mm-hmm. we're wanted in at least mm-hmm. three states. So I honestly don't even know what to believe from the story. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like here's here's the real story. The real story is I got a PS5. That's the headline. That's amazing. The, sec- the mm-hmm. second the second headline is I told Brittany like, hey, I'm going up to Sioux Falls with Marcus. Yeah. So that way. You know, just to one, so he and I can catch up and hang out a little bit. Sure. And she goes, "Are you bringing him? Are you bringing him for your muscle?" And I was like, <laughs> "I mean, yes, kind of. I need a witness." But she also goes, "Like, I don't know if I would. I feel like I could take both of you. That's like that." <laughs> she's like, "I don't think I find either one of you like intimidating." God, Brittany's such a. And oh, then, God, and then, right cool. before we left, she goes, "Okay, don't get ripped off or robbed." Like. <laughs> And just so, no respect on my no, name at all. No. Wow. Like, You're so, Marcus? What the fuck is he going to do? Wow. And so after we after we left on the drive back, I was like, all right, what's our story? She, he was like, okay, well, let's just, we both kind of like created this elaborate tale where we Good. had to beat up a man and his girlfriend in the parking lot of you the had to Casey's. beat up the girlfriend in your fictitious well, story? Well, I mean, she too? was there as a witness. Like, it was wow, Doug. I don't put my hand on women. No witnesses. It was That's Doug. Right. I, don't, I don't touch women. It was Doug. He beat her up. I beat up the guy. <laughs> See, I love it. <laughs> Now you got to turn on the fictitious story. You just got to turn the whole thing. Uh, I, it was panic. I didn't mean to. Like <laughs> it, was, uh, it was utter reflex. It was just a. Oh man. But yeah, all so it was fun. Okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it was a great weekend. We've had a great weekend. It was good. Um, I did find out. Like, what are you drinking? An old fashioned? Dude? I am indeed. I did drink an old fashioned this weekend, and I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, I don't know if I like this. But then somebody had a mezcal, an old fashioned with a mezcal, mezcal, mezcal. Okay. Sure. Um, and it was smoky and it was like really, really super smoky. Daniel French, we went out to dinner with him and he was like, Hey man, you want to try this? And I tried it and I was like, that is a good combination. I don't know if it's straight up old fashioned is my wave. Like I'm trying to find my drink. I'm the kind of mm-hmm. guy that wants the fruity drink. Oh, I don't want to be able to taste okay. the liquor. I want to be able that's to drink fine. it like juice okay. and then get fucked up on the back end. Yeah. That, that, old, that. that drink right there, that is a man's man's drink. <laughs> Like the old fashioned is like, like uh, you are just like I love a good old fashioned. I yeah, do too. You know I, mean? I do too. I also may recommend that if you're going to if you're going to CC's Marcus, mm-hmm. try their Mai Tai because their Mai Tai Ooh. is really good. Okay, that I'm gonna That's a little bit of like that's like pineapple juice and like rum, and Ooh. so it's really really good. I'm gonna hit that. Welcome to cocktails in black and white. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a great day. Mm-hmm. But gentlemen, mm-hmm. we have a whole ass episode to get to. Um, and so I want to start us off by playing a little bit of Catch That Quotable. Catch That Quotable. Silky sounds, Marcus J. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? Hit me. We did that right this time. I'm really proud of both of you for the Kiss my ass. I had to cut uh, that clip the other day and I got to post it tomorrow. <laughs> Ready. Ready. Yeah, he um, did kind of come down on you. Yeah, it did. Um, all right, here we go. A man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. A man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Oh God, this could be anything, and I don't it even could. know where to fucking start. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I I guess I don't know. Maybe it's because I got Nick Cage on the brain, but he did a movie called The Family Man. The Family Man. Yeah. Um, Don Cheadle's in that. Random, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Can he also do one called The Weatherman? And it was about he and did. his family. Yes. Yeah. 
He did, and that's set in Chicago, by the way. Okay, we can talk there about we go. That later, but I enjoy that because that's the movie I went to. I was like, "Is this the Weatherman?" Oh, no, um, no kidding. Do that. So we were both kind of on the same. Uh, Nick Cage is in the air. Um, Roman, by the way, when he sent us this, he goes, "This one might be a bit of a layup." And now that I've read it, I'm like, "It is not." Like, <laughs> um, can you read the quote again? I can. A man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. God, that is tough. I need a hint. I'm sorry. I, like, I mean, I need I a take, hint. I, I would take one. That that's if, hard. If, that's if not a layup. Chat, if, if Roman's in the chat and wants to listen, uh, I would take one. Or but, here's uh, let's do this. I can also pull up a hint. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could pull it up, and then um, and then I'll just rule myself. I'm out waiting for it from the guests. I'm waiting for it to be like grown ups or something with Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. Um, here's your hint. Um, your hint is. I'm gonna. Your hint is going to be gangsters. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Is it the Godfather? Because I would know. So, um, I'll say it's, Godfather. It's, it's not. Brian, I, I, Brian's disappointed. It's not. <laughs> He's like this. Like, oh, God. I've never seen it. Jesus. That's okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm Gangsters? Gangsters. It's, it, it, uh, it's the, I don't know. I don't know. The Untouchables. I don't know. Hey, all right. Um, Marcus, you're correct. This is The Godfather. Oh, holy buckets. <laughs> wow, eat it, dude. Eat it, eat it, eat yep. it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. It was a very hard hand. It was a very hard for me to give you a hint without Man. just giving the movie away. Um, I need to I need to watch The Godfather again. I, I, I win I, again, I, motherfuckers. <laughs> saving, saving us again, Marcus. It really trapped you say gangsters, segment. and that's the only thing I can think about, like to be honest with you. You know, yeah, yeah. So, what do we usually take? Like ten dollars off? What he yeah, usually? I donates? think it's a half. Oh, there we go. So like half. There go. Half. There we go. Oh wow, we're at seventy-five dollars. We are at seventy-five dollars. Look at uh, us go. We're proud of us. Um, continue to uh support us. Uh, we'll start looking at chatter ch- charities, charities, charities. Um, to yeah, find one that's worth one. donating. Um, yep. I think Brian usually is the one who does that for us. So we'll see what we got. And that's me. Um. Marcus, yeah, you have a game that you wanted to play with us it's based oh off of a Facebook esque question. Yes. Um, so um, take it away, Marcus. All right. So there is a question. I'm going to put us on the the three ways. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, okay. Hang on. I can get hey, my here. Face. I am. Right. I can get my color. face in here. Here we go. Jesus. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Over here. Um, okay. So. You can only watch one of the oh, Jesus. One year. You can only watch one year of '90s movies. Mm. So I'm gonna read these through, and then y'all gotta pick what year you would have to be stuck in and just though watching those movies. Okay. Okay. 1990. Excuse me. Home Alone, Ghost, House Party, Goodfellas, Edward Scissorhands is 1990. Mm. 1991. My Girl, New Jack City, Terminator 2, Point Break. <sighs> Or Boys in the Hood, nineteen ninety two, Juice, Three Ninjas, Batman Returns, Insinio Man, White Man Can't Jump, ninety three, Mrs. Doubtfire, The Sandlot, Free Willy, Menace to Society, or Jurassic Park, ninety four, The Crow, Ace Ventura, Street Fighter, Above the Rim, or Little Rascals, 
95, Friday, Bad Boys, Mortal Kombat, oh. Jumanji, or Power no. Rangers the movie. 96, Scream, Matilda, Space Jam, Independent Day, or Set It Off. 97, Titanic, Men in Black, Selena, Good Burger, Face Off. 98, Rush Hour, Blade, American History X, Small Soldiers, Belly, or 99, Big Daddy, Deep Blue Sea, The Matrix, Blue Streak, or 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, my God. This is, this is hard. What year would you pick? I have it down to two years. Okay. Yeah. I have it between 94 and 95. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So you're between The Crow, Ace Ventura, Street Fighter, Above the Rim, Little Rascals, and then 95, Friday, Bad Boys, Mortal Kombat, oh. G-G and Power Rangers. Yeah, for me, it's between 94 and 95. Why those? Which one stood out in those? Like, that um, you say, like 94, yeah. The Crow, I really enjoy. Yeah, if you have the, not seen yeah. The Crow, it's incredible. Okay. Um, and then also, Ace Ventura is a classic. Street okay. Fighter is fun because it's both an action movie and kind of a comedy, like all wrapped it, into one, yeah, which I enjoy. Um, and then Above the Rim is the only one of those I haven't seen. And Little Rascals is something that, like, if I wanted to watch with kids, I could. Um, 95 I like because Friday, Bad Boys, and Mortal Kombat, I mean, right out of the game. I mean, those yeah. Three yeah. Oh, awesome. And Mortal Kombat yeah. fulfills that same thing that Street Fighter does kind of a comedy wrapped into an action movie yep. just a yep. little bit um and then jubanji like are you kidding me like yeah. there's just yeah. it's really hard i mine's between 94 and 95 i think i'm stuck three ways oh okay. mine is between 92 95 and then 98 because and 98 really? is only the first two because of rush hour and blade that's really yeah it. yeah and small that, that soldiers. Hard. So I that like belly I like is and yeah, belly that's is also good. I mean, so uh, we can make a final decision, but I want to hear what Brian, Brian, what is your, where are you at right. with a toss up? Or so where are you at? 95, 95 keeps coming up because I feel like it's also, it's the breadth of what you mm-hmm. can watch. You have bad boys, which is to me a quintessential action movie. If I taught a class, Bad Boys would be in the foundational true. literature. That's I just we're putting that out there for modern day blockbusters. Um, Mortal Kombat, again, like there's always something you can find in it with how bad, like it's such a good fighting movie, but a bad narrative. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's, there's something to find yeah. in it every single time you watch mm-hmm. it. Um, the, and Jumanji is very creative. Friday, also a, a classic when it comes to comedy. If we did like, you know, if we're doing a class, black comedy, modern black comedy, Friday mm-hmm. is the it's mold a, yep. to me. I, I I don't know. I mean, like, that's what it is to me. Power Rangers, the movie, I could take it or leave it. But whoa, whoa. there's some formidable folks here. I think, though, it's between 95 and 1991 because 91, mm-hmm. it's got to me. It's just there's so many like cultural touchstones in there, like mm-hmm. Boys yeah. in the Hood like New Jack City there New Jack City there's just there's so much Terminator 2 Terminator 2 Terminator 2 looks as good today as it was when it made as when it was made with the special effects and there's a good there's an amazing story there Point Break is Point Break is so weird like I can't tell you I I am attracted to this movie over and over again (laughs) like I can't tell you why, but it's it's just it has this weird energy. 
Gary Busey plays the straight cop, which makes me laugh every time. It's, Keanu it's Reeves is supposed to, hear about. to be like the hot shot maverick. Is just, I mean, I, and my girl, I feel like that evens it out. So <laughs> here's here's the thing though, like, and here's the thing to Roman's point. There are movies. If it was like, if you could just, if if we had to pick a year based off of one movie, this is a whole. That's a different conversation. It's a different conversation a different because conversation. for me, yeah, for me then. 1999's Deep Blue Sea would get me hooked every single time. But yeah. also, I would pick 99 or 90. If we're doing one movie, it's 99 or 93. Oh, my God. It's either Jurassic Park or it's like Deep yeah. Blue Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Jurassic Park is yeah. Jurassic Park is the one that stands out to me. Um, 99 would be perfect if I didn't have 10 things I hate about you in it. Like, I, yes. was, I would go 99 if I could swap anything out. I would put Bad Boys in 99 and then i would be good because i think and things i I hate about you you could leave yeah that's just that wasn't in my wheelhouse of cultural movies okay that's fine that that movie fight about it that heath ledger that is where i met heath ledger and i had a very small crush on julia styles and then it's like a Shakespeare story, which I have mm. a, I have a big heart about because my wife has has helped me learn to like Shakespeare in all of its forms. So like, but I understand it. It does. I'll be honest with you. In all of the movies here, I'm like, 10 Things I Hate About You might be the only romantic comedy on here. Um, oh, if you want to yeah. call it that. Because yeah. you could argue it's not. That's because we weren't in the era of rom-coms yet. Like the Whoa. era of rom-coms was for like 2000 to like 2008. No, there's some very good rom-coms in the 90s. I mean, we had Sleepless in Seattle. We had, I mean, While You Were Sleeping. I mean, I, I don't know. I We're getting off topic here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what year, What now what final year would you all pick? I think I'm going 94. Okay. Yeah. I, think I'm going 90, pro, I think I'm going 94. Yep. Yeah. The pro Ace Ventura, Street Fighter, Above the Rim, and Little Rascals. That's a wide gambit right there. Of, it of, is. It's a very broad brush there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brian? Yeah, I'm going 91. I'm going okay. 91. Nice. I, Brian's like, going My Girl, New Jack City, Terminator uh, 2, Point Break, and Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's... I, I'm yeah. going I'm going to go with 95. So I'm going to go with Friday, Bad Boys, Mortal Kombat, Jumanji, and Power Rangers movie because I love all of those movies. Like, that doesn't miss to me. Everything from start to finish. I could see how Power Rangers would throw y'all off. But if you're talking about Friday, Bad Boys, Mortal Kombat, Jumanji, and the Power Rangers movie, all of that is right up my alley. There you go. That's it. We did it, y'all. I, you know... That was hard because because Mortal, Com- Mortal Kombat, like I keep that's, thinking, that. that's going to be the one I'm going to so keep bad thinking about. It's so bad, it's good. It's it makes. I mean, the plot for that. It's literally they were like, "Hey, what if we just made the video game? Yeah, but, like we just made it yeah. a movie." Here's the like, thing: Can okay. we do that? And they're like, "Yeah, we did it." I appreciate how they didn't overthink it because I would mm-hmm. rather have a no. movie like that. Than a movie that's like, okay, we're going to ground everything, right? You try to know in it, like everything has to be realistic. So like there is a literal Mortal Kombat and you're like, no, I don't need it to be literal. Like you can have this silly make believe like, you know, city in the sky where all these people fight. I don't need it to be real. Also, the song's a banger. 
I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. And the game is, I like the new direction that the, I've been watching some gameplay on that uh, new Mortal Kombat game. And I like oh. the direction that it went of like rewriting timelines and everything yep. like that too. Like I, I enjoy seeing these characters in a different light and it's, it's a franchise that kind of lives on forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah, mean? Sure. It's also hard to redo that it, when it's not a video game. Mm-hmm. Because the movie is like it almost tries to take itself too serious to explain why people are mortal combating, right. and it's like no motherfuckers just like <laughs> why they're mortal combating. Yeah, oh my like, gosh! Yep. Well, and I remember I remember seeing some screenshots from them. Like I can't believe Megan Fox is in this, and she's voicing a character, and it's so bad. And I'm like, I, y'all, this is Mortal Combat. I don't know what more you're not gonna get. Uh, like Jennifer Lawrence Oscar award worthy like filmmaking here. Yeah. This is a fighting game, and she's a vampire. This yeah. is it, folks. I'm I don't really know what surprised. you're looking for. What I'm still surprised that uh, Jennifer Lawrence was in X-Men First Class. Like, that really shocks me to this day that they got her to play Mystique. I don't know yeah. if I like it still to this day. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not my favorite casting. I just think it was like, how did this happen? Like, they were trying I to get her to win it. an Oscar. No. It almost feels like. like well, and here she is to talk about it. Jennifer Lawrence, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I would, I would. She love showed the fuck up. Here. I might have to quit. If she's job. in your basement, that is a. How did you? Yeah, I got obviously. Of, I got a lot of questions I have to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brittany, how did she get ass. here? Why I mean, is she here? Why I feel like she, she. I feel like Jennifer Lawrence did the Jessica Alba thing of like, okay, mm, pretending I'm to be hot black and young. No. <laughs> wow. Did did she? <laughs> this might be brand new information. Did you? Ever, I'm a, you keep talking. I'm gonna look up a picture. Okay, of, uh, all right. Uh, uh, I really like her, so I might, I might, uh, I might lose a darling here. But I mean, Jennifer Lawrence was like hot in her career. She was she was just off of Hunger Games, so I think she made Hunger Games and X Men in the almost in the same time period. So like she. She did the thing where like you take every project you can and you work really hard for like ten years, and then you just you back off because you did it. Like you you've made it. She did yeah. two franchises. She she got her Oscar and like, called it a day. And now she just does projects that she wants, like No Hard Feelings, um, which is an adult comedy, which nobody would have probably made unless she had the star power for it. And is on Netflix. Is it really? Oh, mm-hmm. I almost watched it. All right, so I may have. <laughs> I may have Jessica, did you throw Jessica Alba under the bus for no reason? Yeah. No. Okay, so here's the thing. I oh think boy. it was just like, it was the assumption that Jessica Alba looked black, but we didn't know that at the time. We loved her in Honey, okay. right? She's very distinctly Latina in that movie, though. Is, is she? Isn't she? Uh-oh. It, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm on a list, but we're gonna pull it out. Right. Films in black and white. Rewatches, honey. I don't know if we should be talking about this. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, movie. no, that's hard. That's a hard call. I mean, mm, she is yes. a dance choreographer in this movie. Mm, she looks light skinned black to me. And I just, that's, she the, really? vibe, that's she the vibe does. I got. She does look light skinned black uh, to me. This, uh, this screams light right. I don't know what. <laughs> okay. I saw this movie once in a theater with a girl I liked. So uh, I was not fully paying oh, attention to the movie. No, I understand. So I'm, I'm not saying that she, I'm not saying anything is wrong. Maybe she was supposed to be Latina in that movie. I thought, what was it? I mean, does anybody know? Is she just called Honey throughout the movie, or does she have like a name? Like it's no, uh, she. 
No, like Honey Daniels. Her that's her. That's the name of the character. Yeah, Honey that Daniels. Was, that was a that was a white studio that was like, make them wonder. Because <laughs> the rest of the cast is black. <laughs> the rest of this cast make, is make black. them wonder. The rest of this cast is black. Why was Jessica Alba casting Honey? <laughs> because she could be both. Oh, the, okay. Oh, reportedly, Aaliyah was reportedly originally cast as Honey. Oh, but the role was later boy. recast to Jessica Alba due to Aaliyah's death. Oh, oh, Ooh. okay. Hey. That kind of so, feels, kind of feels like a hey, we were gonna go out. For I'm gonna show you a picture. Of, I'm gonna show you a picture of Aaliyah. Got Taco Bell instead. <laughs> Why are you coming down so hard on Jessica I'm Alba? Not, man? I'm just saying, if you're gonna tell me that I have a choice between Aaliyah and Jessica Alba in a movie that wow. that Honey is about. I would prefer to see the movie with Aaliyah in it. Hey, oh, he came in at Jessica. I know he came in. I just was. <laughs> and here she is, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba, Alba exists, and, and it's <laughs> just like... weird. There's some weird portal in my house. Mm, okay, I'm gonna show you this picture of 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 Aaliyah. I like the pictures, which are really right. great for an audio format. Um, is I see Aaliyah, and I see. I mean, okay, yeah, I see what they did. Yeah, I see what like, they did. <laughs> no, I see what they did. Okay, so for those that can't see this, the picture we are seeing is of Aaliyah looking at us wearing a bandana and big hoop earrings I mean, and like what looks like a like a sweatshirt, black black shirt necklace type of thing. And then wow. Jessica Alba, just insert a picture of Jessica Alba as yeah. comparative, and that's well, what we've got. Man. So apparently the movie's based on Lorianne Gibson, who is a Canadian choreographer. And that she she does appear to be black. So <laughs> I I feel like this is a larger conversation we have stumbled into. Which let's move on. Let's let's move on. Yeah, I have lots of questions the for the production team. Welcome, welcome to Dancing the Night Away, a film that a podcast that talks exclusively about the '90s movie Honey. Uh, we're going to give you the comparatives for how many episodes actress. you think you can get out of this shit? So Just many... about three, and then we're yeah. done. And then you go on and you play this blonde, <laughs> blue-eyed superhero in Fantastic Four, the range. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, and that that blonde, like, like the blonde, this is this. <laughs> shout out to Doug for Thank describing God pictures. Doug's Roman. to describe pictures. Oh, I did my um, best. I did my best. I mean, and Jessica Alva said that the 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 bleach they gave her hair killed her hair, like for I Fantastic Four. The fuck out. They so, really, like in they, the fake ass context too. That was bad. yeah, like they Jessica Alva. Honey, are we talking about Fantastic Four? Well, now this we're talking about Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. We appreciate Jessica yeah. Alba, though. Let hey, me tell you that. Jessica Alba's hair died so that we could get Fantastic Four. May that sacrifice never be and figuratively. Yes. Yes. Well, well, excellent, yeah. excellent wordplay, Brian. Um, are you pulling up a picture of Jessica Alba in Fantastic no. Four? Okay. I was wondering. I'm kind of waiting. Like, should I pivot us to talk about no. issues at Marvel related to is, Jonathan is, Majors, or do I need to wait for the picture for Jessica Alba to no, show? Up? No, we should we should move on to the crisis. He's got one now. He's got one. That's Does he really? Thinking. Yep, he's got one. It's coming. He's coming. He's coming. All right. Here we go. Let's just get it out of the way. I remember what she you looked. No, like, this me. Is me. <laughs> I do. <that>. I do. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Wow. Uh, all right. Let's move. All on. right. Jesus. Yeah. Those were some terrible contacts. Um, those are like, hey, can you make contacts? But don't give them she, pupils. And they're like, looks, wait, really? And they're just, like, yeah, it looks, fuck it. Like, look at, like, okay, like, this is like, mm, wow, like, great. <laughs> then this is like, damn, like, y'all really went. Try to go comic accurate as fuck. She looks yeah. like okay, an so anime picture, character. So Roman, here we here. What we're looking at <laughs> Stop is explaining Jessica Alba. Roman. He's watching <laughs> it with us. <laughs> Look at Roman. Help the he's, audio listeners. Help he's, in, he's in the he's in the chat. Yeah. Okay. The chat. So what we were looking at was a picture from Jessica Alba from Fantastic oh Four. God. She has very blonde hair and the worst blue contact lenses it's you've ever worse. seen. In your they're life. they they worse. they're too big. They're like I don't know what happened face. there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about Jonathan Majors, and let's talk about some issues and that this is potentially creating. No, just Jonathan Majors. Let's talk oh. about some issues that it's creating okay. at Marvel with their plans moving forward. So, for those that don't know, uh, Jonathan Majors is in the midst of a criminal trial. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it is a criminal trial. He's in the midst of a criminal trial for a uh, physical assault issue stemming from an incident um, with his at-the-time girlfriend, um, which is still being able to, like, which we are still resolving. So I want to stop there really quickly and say, throw him under the jail if he's guilty. Like, that's Mm -hmm. that's the thing I want to say. It's important that we stand for that. Like, that just type of behavior is not tolerated. And so what we're going to talk about is the impact that this is having on Disney and Marvel as a whole for their plans moving forward. The bigger issue for me that I think is important to all of this is that the woman who was the victim here gets justice, whatever that looks like, and that we allow that to play out. So that's what I'm going to say being said. Yep. Agreed. This... This trial for Disney overall, though, is create this trial for Jonathan is creating issues for Disney moving forward because they have sort of linchpinned their cart to the horse that is the Kang dynasty and secret wars. And you kind of need Kang in order to be able to do that. So that's the stage I'm going to set. I'm actually going to turn it over to Brian because Brian has a great article that he wanted to talk about that kind of talks about this a little bit more. So take it away, Brian. Yeah. So basically this piece came out from Variety last week uh, by uh, Tatiana Siegel and essentially is is basically getting background um, of where Marvel is at. And if you're not familiar with background, that basically means they talk to people that wanted to be on the record, but not named. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, this came out last week. A lot of this information that was in here was, in my opinion, was already known. So we yeah. already knew that Quantumania didn't do well. And we, that, did, we did know that. And we knew that Marvel wasn't too pleased with that. Um, we knew that Disney was basically using Marvel as this golden goose to get people to subscribe to Disney+. Uh-huh. Plus. That, that we already knew. Where the new information comes in is basically like how bad it was. And there's a quote here. Uh, that I'm going to quote and unquote, and it has a cuss word. So if you have children, 
I, I guess thanks. For let her rip, Brian. Yeah, Fuck it. it let it go. I'm Fuck it. I've been waiting on this shit all day. How many years have we been doing this podcast? We've been doing oh, wait. This for we've been four talking years. about this shit. Brian, this could be you your really official been on announcement that you're you know joining to Brian, pod. Yeah, let's officially. put a pause on that real quick. Remember his point, Doug. Remember his point. I will. Okay. Listen. He has a cuss word he wants to say. He I remember that. He has a cuss word. 40 minutes. 40 minutes in. Listen, Brian never officially accepted his position here at Films of Black and White. Years ago, when we first started, Wow. I invited Brian wow. on he said he was going to do this as a trial run and we would see how it went. And how's like, the, how's mean, the trial going, Brian? I thought I was ever seen in my life. I mean, I thought it was all confirmed. I mean, we did four episodes <laughs> and then you put my name on the Spotify thing. I thought we were all good here. I mean, yeah, that's we, right. That's the we kind of did it without asking. So, welcome to the family, Brian. Now, let that cuss word motherfucking rip. Let, let it go. They said, quote, this is a insider at one top deal maker at Marvel said, quote, Marvel is truly fucked with the whole Kang angle. Yeah. And they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite until very recently, but I don't see a path up to how they move forward with him. End quote. So some pretty strong language from the Marvel <laughs> camp about how messed up they may feel about this. So essentially, they are hand wringing about Jonathan Majors and Kang and how they're going to move to move forward. Because reading reading this piece, the season finale of Loki is going to center on Kang. And I I, I don't feel like that's a spoiler, but that was kind of not. information here. Yeah. And it basically talks a little bit about the Marvels and how there was a little bit of some drama in the production of that. Mm-hmm. Nia DaCosta directed it and she did, she wasn't very close on overseeing the post-production of the Marvels. I've, I'm taking that with a grain of salt because th- this has happened on many Disney productions. It's not just the yeah. Marvels and I don't want to single out Nia DaCosta just I, I don't know that feels weird to me I, I didn't like that part of the piece but here we are and so lastly uh the, the, the Marvels people are worried about how the Marvels is going to do with all of this the last thing that I wanted to t- talk about with this piece is that I guess people knew that the effects and quantum mania were so rough uh and it got to a point where Everybody was talking about it at the premiere and even the kids of executives were talking about how like how bad the CG was in Ant-Man Quantumania. Um, And you could just tell that basically specifically there are scenes out of focus with the visual effects, which is something that we talked about on this podcast. And Mm -hmm. one of my main gripes with the movie was like, I don't know how you get to this point. And it turns out it's because they had three weeks less to do it, really pushing their VFX people. Oh so it's not it's not surprising the VFX people want to unionize when you no. take 11 days off of their production schedule and you want the same results while you're making more projects. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's essentially uh, they also like name drop She-Hulk about how some of the VFX like slid into there. Um, but honestly, most of this is about how they're going to work with Jonathan Majors. There's some Blade stuff in here, but that's a separate news item we'll get to um, when Marcus chats about it. Well, we and, can hit it now. That was uh, well, so basically, Blade has it. been a mess. Like, Blade's oh, been it's a, a mess. Sh- it's a shit show. Uh, at one point, there were four leads in Blade, yep. and Marshala Ali was the, he was the fourth. fourth. Was the fourth getting of like. 
fourth in importance in the third act. Um, what? That's his how is as the character his yeah. name is on it. Like it was said, what? It was, it was said to be a women led. It was like it was yes. supposed to be Blade's daughter, and it was supposed to be okay. her gonna come into some yeah, type of, of like in, yeah, like a coming to age type of story. And he was ended up being the fourth lead in it. I don't I don't yeah. care for that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know how. And as a, as a sidebar here, I don't know how you mess up Blade. I don't know. I don't know how you get to this point. It's very comical to me. I, I, it's it sucks though because Marshala Ali is an amazing actor and an amazing oh, yeah. talent. And I don't know. I don't know how he was about to leave. Happens. Well, uh, they said he was ready to leave. I would be too. But they just uh, bought on a new um, screenwriter now for Blade. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so the last two things I already said last thing, but two things it's I thought right. that would be important for our audience is that first there are, uh, there are significant plans to bring back the original gang of Avengers. So we're talking Robert Downey Jr. Scarlett Johansson, the first, the 2012 Avengers. And it's, I'm not particularly surprised here. Like, I think we all kind of figured they would show up in secret wars or Kang dynasty, but the idea that they're talking about bringing back the whole original folks for an outing is is wild to me. That that ship has sailed, um, and I don't even think they'd be able to get all six back. Even if they could, it'd be one of the most expensive things that they would do, and they're already hemorrhaging money. Um, yeah, which is it's, just bonkers. It's and there the other rumor is um, that Robert Downey Jr. has supposedly already signed on, and Chris Evans too was something else that I saw. Now that's all. Super, super grains. Yeah, giant grain of salt. Giant. giant. Honestly, it wouldn't. It would not surprise me. Me neither. At this point, and I, I feel like, I feel like it's an easy payday for them because they're out. I think it's really important to remember that they Marvel made these actors sign like six picture deals so that Mm -hmm. they can keep their salaries low. Basically, they exchanged like, hey, you have job security for ten years, but we're gonna pay you not as much as we would if we signed you for, you know, a contract for each individual movie. And if they sign you, up. And if there's another project, you have to do ours yep. first. That's exactly. The other, that's the other really important part of those. So the idea that they'd get a one-off, they could mm-hmm. easily make 10 million off of that. Easy. Oh, it's um, a, it's a, well, I'll wait to bring it done before I go on my little rant. No, I mean, it's a, it's an easy move. <laughs> I don't like to get Scarlett Johansson back though. I think she would Ooh. want Bob Chappick's head at her door, but I'm not Scarlett Johansson. Um, so, uh, and so, yeah, the other, the, the only new information in here is that uh, apparently when they, so they bring it back to majors and they talk about how there were, he also had brutal conduct towards staff at his staffing agents or at his talent agency, CAA. Um, this was rumored. It was not confirmed, but this was new in this piece. And then the other piece here was that there was a domestic violence incident, apparently on the set of Loki for season two in London. And hey. that was new information compiled with all of this in the variety piece. And I feel like I feel like it's starting to tip where they're going to recast majors because I feel like Marvel is playing this wait and see game. But now that it is very clear that it happened during a Marvel project too, with the, the same woman, allegedly, 
Yeah. I, you know, Marvel, they're, they're, it's, it's going to hit a tipping point here real fast. So that is, that's the quick rundown of where, of, of what this variety piece was. I don't, again, I don't think there's a whole lot of information in here other than we're probably getting close to Jonathan Majors being recast. That's okay. I'm, thank you, Brian, for doing all the work and all the homework on like yeah, all the leg work. I think, I think I'm, I'm curious and I think the discussion is like, there's a couple of questions that I have. One, hit me. What's the shit show? Like the shit show, like the general circus that is Marvel Studios these days, right? Seems to be untenable, like at best. Like yes. you have massive rewrites. I messaged you all in the chat. Like I am legitimately concerned yeah. for what the Marvels will be because yes. it just. The stuff that they're and here's the reason why I have nothing against the three actresses. I think they're phenomenal. Right. Mm-hmm. I right. think their individual stories are well told. Um, my concern is, and I think here's the red flag for me that something's mm-hmm. off the rails mm-hmm. is the marketing. Mm-hmm. It's so, terrible. If you look at the way in which this movie's marketed, Bam. they're doing this like, okay, you know, you know Carol, you know Miss Marvel, you know yeah. Spectrum. Those are the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like you know those three heroes. Now you got to meet these other people. Here's the prince, and here's yeah. the other like version of Ronan the Accuser. And it's like, if you're doing that, you're basically mm-hmm. saying if you don't do your homework before you get here, this is going to be nightmare for you. Well, beyond yeah. beyond the homework, it is it's it's lazy. Like that's the big very thing. much so. Marvel is at a point where it's it, I don't know how it happened but it's not in a sustainable place anymore. It put all its eggs in one basket and it was the continuity of things. And what fucks up with the continuity of things is when you get somebody like Jonathan Majors, if he is guilty, allegedly, right? All this Uh is alleged. When one person fucks up, even though you have the multiverse and you've introduced the multiverse and variants, it could kind of save your ass in a recasting a little bit of like, we could have an out just by recasting and we have an out, which Mm -hmm. I think they, playing this all on purpose of like we can cast whoever the fuck we want because we just say hashtag multiverse right and so the continuity becomes a problem when first nobody's doing their homework on the previous shit that happened because you don't have showrunners you don't have any of that shit the other thing in the report right yeah and then now this situation comes up and everybody's panic of like well what the fuck are we supposed to do also you've been beating a dead horse with the kang storyline like you kind introduced of. him in several different projects, right. and yet we're still not at the final version of him. At this point, we knew who Thanos was. We knew who the one mm-hmm. big bad was, and then mm-hmm. this we've had fifteen different fucking variants now. And yeah, it's it's too much. You're making me do too much. I and I think that one of the things here is that Kang is a very ambitious villain, and it was one of the reasons I was really excited is. about him because. He is he is a challenging narrative. And right. one of my critiques yes. of Marvel has been this can be more challenging. Like trust your audience. And I feel like I feel like they learned the wrong lesson if they were listening to me. Like just because I want something to be more challenging doesn't mean it needs to be like a sparsely populated mm-hmm. narrative. Because the reason that people got hyped about Thanos was that he had a whole he had a whole plot point in Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. all the way back in phase, I mean, two, right? Yeah. And you you saw what he was doing. He's collecting no, yeah. the stones. Yeah. And that was a very simple thing to see in the background. 
the stinger credit for age of Ultron was I'll do it myself. That was a very yep. clear indicator of what was happening. And I felt like that stuff translated well for like a big bad. And he's in the shadows. You're not seeing what he's doing. And they kind of flipped it for the multiverse, right? They kind of went out of a different way of like, no, we're going to show you, we're going to show you he who remains like, this is, mm -hmm. this is it. And when Loki then separated the timelines, we all talked about how, or Sylvie, however you would like to phrase it, the end of season one of Loki. But we all talked about like, how amazing would it be if there's just a different version of Kang in these Marvel movies keeps popping up? That, that would be a really yeah. easy thread for people to realize like, oh, this is the effect of Loki and this is who the villain is, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So that didn't happen. No, it did not. So you have Shang-Chi who has to fight his dad, no relation to Kang. You have the Eternals introduced a completely different cosmic villain yep. who we never hear from again at this point. I, I mean, we can keep going here, but like... Not to mention the giant fucking celestial in the middle of the ocean that yep. nobody wants to talk about ever. <laughs> She-Hulk she references it. She-Hulk references it. It does. Um, but even like, even, you know, I, I could go on and on and on, right? But it, they never put Kang in center focus until Quantumania. They, right. they go an entire mm -hmm. phase without talking about it, which mm -hmm. I think, and it wouldn't be a big deal if it was six projects, but it was 20. We, and we ranked them on this it podcast. Was. Like Dude. we ranked all of these phase four projects and that was too long. Like it was just, mm -hmm. it was too long to, to stretch that narrative is, is my main point here. It was yeah. too long to stretch that narrative. Like if it was six projects and you had Kang pop up in two of them, great. But to do that for 20, you would have to have them pop up in like eight of them for, right. for that thread to continue or, or, or whatever he is after. Cause I think the other right. side, like I completely agree with what you're saying, Brian. I think the other aspect of this is that it was either the movies in the first two, three phases, mm -hmm. they were either stone related or they yes. were Thanos related. Mm -hmm. So yes. even movies where we weren't getting fine, I'll do it myself. Good we point. were still getting some progress towards mm -hmm. the stones would mm -hmm. eventually reveal themselves. Yes. Even Thor Dark World, which we would categorically say mm. is yeah. towards the bottom of our favorite like 100%. Marvel projects. Even that dealt with the Aether that was yeah. a the reality stone. Like, which we even, which which right. we technically found out later, right? Because right. all we knew was Tesseract and all we knew, we didn't know anything about stones yet. No. Even then, right. right? But even then they started to lay the foundation of like, okay, yep, you're seeing Thanos. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, look, right. we're seeing mm -hmm. some things that might be right. stones. Eh? Like it's yeah. sort of like they were, they did the like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You see where we're going here yeah. throughout the first like two and a half, three phases. Right. And the issue with these is, they're not nudging us and winking at us anymore. They're just saying, there he is. Yep. Questions? Yeah. So I want to go to Darnell. What's up, Darnell? Uh, Darnell, up, Darnell? Uh, made a comment. Oh. Shang-Chi's rings connects Kang's. Uh, Miss Marvel bangles connect to Kang. Basically, the charms are the new stones, right? And we picked up on that Completely in agree. the sure. Miss Marvel series. I think it's more of the pacing to yeah. tell that story. Yeah. Quantumania, to me, and this is just to me, and, and Darnell, you're right. They have introduced these concepts, but they I totally think have. part of the other problem that I have is 
they have to now do cleanup on all of the series that came before this that did not address anything or connect to anything. They were just these seem to be just one off series that they just dumped on Disney Plus. And then the movies come out and they may or may connect to something or they may hint at something or they may not. And then you got to wait for Miss Marvel to come out to really get to those points, or wait for Shang-Chi to get to these points. But it's not really saying it's not getting me there. And it's it's just it's the pacing of the movies where you went from dumping everything out and every month we had a goddamn TV show or a movie to then you go. It just now is more sporadic where the Marvels is coming out, but there's no hype and excitement. Quantumania came out, which could have been the defining moment for King, but instead yeah. you put it in an Ant-Man movie. And I just don't know. It's, it's like Loki really delivered what King should have delivered mm-hmm. a while back. Like that it's, fear it's, of what the character is and who he who remains really is to me. It's chick- It's a big bowl of chicken noodle soup with only two pieces of chicken in it. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. there's no that's, it's yeah. just everything else is just broth and like mm-hmm. bits of like ch- like bits of celery and carrot. Like you're like okay, this is great, but I didn't right. show up for that. Like yeah. I didn't. That's not what I wanted to come here yeah. for. So well, yeah, and I feel like I guess I built it up in my head. Um, yeah, and yeah. I agree, Darnell. Like we're still percent. guessing, like with the bangle and the rings. That's a great point. They are definitely connected, and there's something with the ten rings too. Right. I want to call that out. Mm-hmm. There's something with the right. ten rings involved. I don't even know if we'll get an Iron Man reference with it. Definitely Shang Chi, <laughs> and definitely Miss Marvel. We really missed that shit. Would you say? But yeah. you know, like there, there's a very big possibility with that. I think that could be really exciting. However. I would like with the stones, it was like infinity gem, infinity stone, whatever infinity thing. Thanos got it. Like he could do X, Y, Z. And with the rings and the bangle, it's a little bit more in the ether, which Mm -hmm. is, which is fine, but either give me more of those clues or show, show me a little bit more of the mystery with it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to tell me what it is, but at least give me like some mystery behind it. So I can at least try to thread stuff together. And my main point here was like, you just there's so much story potential with the idea of like you're releasing all these projects right and i i had this thought in my head of like now that there's separate timelines you could do this thing where you're releasing movies right and how cool would it be if you go through half halfway through the movie like say it's black widow and then someone shows up and you're like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute that that person's not supposed to be there and then you somehow weave in Kang, whether he's a character, whether he's watching it. And it's like, this is a different timeline. Mm-hmm. This is a completely different timeline. Mm-hmm. Surprised they haven't done it already. And or, like, or or something like, like that. That was a clumsy or, way to describe it. But some reference the TVA. Like it could be a TVA agent shows right. up at the end of a movie to be That's like, way more. None elegant. of this should have happened. And they're yes. like, wait, what? And right. then they never address it. But then they cut to season two of Loki. Yep. And you're like. Oh shit, they're trying to clean up all these branch yeah. timelines. Well, mm. and I mean, I can't think of a better way if you really wanted to get your OG Avengers back. Like that's right for Marvel. Like sure. you have a TVA agent in Scar in, you know, Scarlett Johansson's movie being like, hmm, I needed to come back and see this for myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because right. she died. Same thing, it's an easy way to get Iron Man back, right? Like I just thought mm-hmm. that's what would happen, oh, even though even though it could be confusing for general audiences, what a great way to be like, oh, you want to know about the TVA? 
you know, there's only six episodes of Loki on Disney Plus. Ooh, that's know. a good theory, Darnell. That's a good theory. Yes, Marcus, you raise your hand. Yeah, I, I just got a thing about this whole Iron Man rumor that's happening, right? When Robert Downey Jr. comes back, I will watch it, right? Just keep in mind, this is a podcast where we're just vocalizing our opinions and thoughts. Oh, and this is yeah. a place where we share it. I'll watch, I'm going to watch the Marvel movies until I get to a point where I don't want to watch them shits no more, right? But the thing that is going to irritate me is, and a lot of people are making fun of it, of like, oh, you made me cry for nothing. You know, it, it does feel like you discredit this build up, this I am Iron Man that I love you 3000 for a it, it what it feels like to me. And this is just to me. It feels like break the glass in case of an emergency. It like we absolutely able, reads that way. Like we were not able to hit like we wanted to. And now we need to dig ourselves out of this hole. Here's my conspiracy theory about these rumors and like things that happen when they happen like this. Mm-hmm. This is just me. It feels like Marvel testing the waters on what would be cool. Hey, what would the fans like? So we're going to put this and feed it out. Somebody leak it. And we Mm want to see what the fan reaction would be. And if we hit Twitter and everybody's like, we want the, oh, the big six is rumored to come back. Oh God, that would be so fucking fantastic. It would save everything. Or, oh God, you made us cry for no reason. If you do that, you kind (laughs) of ruin the experience for us. They can make decisions on, no, keep Kang. He's doing really great right now. Or this, like, if if I'm being honest, Mm. Disney sets itself up to be on this pedestal of righteousness, right? Yes. Um, and, and they put themselves there. But yes. if we, re- if they really have already invested all of this money into Kang and to, into Jonathan Majors, and they've already recorded enough, mm-hmm. they still have to at mm-hmm. least keep going with Loki and whatever right? else you had already set yeah. up next. I mean, it yeah. sounds like it sounds like from what I'm hearing, it sounds like this last episode of Loki is going to fucking break the internet. Like, like with, that's the that's yeah. That's, yeah that's what i'm hearing Me and too. there's that's really hard to come back from um and so and yes darnell they did yeah. say shang chi and the eternals yeah. were an experiment so they yeah. absolutely have said mm-hmm, yeah. maybe these aren't things that we are going to invest a ton mm-hmm. of resources moving forward on yeah and it sort of kind of confirms marcus's theory of like we're going to release the eternals right we want to see what you like with this artsy farty direction right yeah and yeah. then we want to release shang chi and we want to see that there's this character that Maybe wasn't always like a bigger character to relate yeah. to, but it's like we want to release them and see how well it does. And yeah, we eat the shit up or we don't, and they make right. decisions from there. I just think it's a cop out. I think it's bullshit if you ask me. It's cheap and it cheapens movies. Oh. I don't want to be a Martin Scorsese here for a little bit, but like yeah, you're cheapening the cinema. movie experience when you just do this cop out or you just lean back on this thing of like, let's just bring back our favorite characters and fix it, even right. though it is a soft reboot. I do get that too. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the other I think the other thing for me is that like that I I've heard about, but I it's like I need they they're gonna eventually the rubber's gonna meet the road and they're mm-hmm. gonna have to fucking pick a direction because mm-hmm. yeah. the other rumor that I'm hearing is well maybe we'll replace maybe we won't recast Kang mm-hmm. but maybe we'll go maybe Doctor Doom Dr. is Doom. now at the center of this moving yes. forward that and was in the variety all, piece that is we we that's too much. Like, that's too. That's no, a lot. X Men, Doctor Doom, Fantastic Four, and and then you're gonna. But then you haven't oh. even gotten to Secret Wars, where you're apparently trying to have Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire right. once again leaning on that goddamn nostalgia train. Like it, you're well, you're cheating the fans out of an experience. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It it has to be 
It has to be earned. And we saw that with Spider-Man No Way Home because Tom Holland held his own and made Spider-Man on his own with five movies or four movies of Mm Spider-Man, right? Like he made that character his own. And that's why No Way Home worked because we had a very intimate like relationship with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Then we bring in Toby and Andrew. That That's how you earn it because it can stand Mm -hmm. on its own. My concern at this point is that it's two things. One, you haven't even established who even is on call for the Avengers. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this before, but like, nope, nobody's home. Like nobody's answering the phone. So you can't even like, you can't even have this moment of like the new Avengers meeting the OG Avengers because there's, there who are, are they? Like, we don't know. Right. Um, and we've had almost 20 projects at this point and right. we don't know. And, the, and so and the, that's how it's not earned. Like, and that would feel really cheap. I agree. I, the thing I, the thing, the thing that I'm worried about with the Dr. Doom storyline. Sure. Is this, that is very second version of secret wars source material. Yeah. Very That's, I mean, he's the center of all of that with sure. world and all that jazz. But the issue is, is that that predicates itself heavily on the idea of incursions and Mm -hmm. worlds coming together and destroying one another. And you did that once and it was kind of sloppy the way it was executed. That motherfucker just hopped into a rip of space and disappeared with his boo thing and never never heard nothing else back. Yeah, Charlize Theron, never seen again. Ripped a rift in time and went, let's go to the dark dimension. You're like, who the fuck is this? And then we just (laughs) never heard from him again. Well, and that's the other thing here is that they had a perfect on-ramp in Multiverse of Madness to 100% to to at least clarify or set up stuff, and it didn't do any of that. It was a great character piece for both for for Doctor Strange, and it was fun to see Wanda, but they did that that was the moment I feel like you could have clarified stuff and they didn't. And Mm -hmm. the other thing with this is that Kang, look, regardless if we're just talking about like the the actor and the situation they're in. I'm not talking about the legal proceedings. I'm not a lawyer. Please. The the movie piece of it though. You're not a lawyer? I yes, yes I'm not. Oh, Don't take fuck? legal advice from me. <laughs> Brian, you're fired. I was I'm pred- this so was all sorry. predicated. I just on signed you a contract with you yesterday. <laughs> legal advice. That was not me. That was not me. I don't know how My to tell you. My whole life is ruined. It was a variant. It was the lawyer <laughs> variant. Uh but hey, like if I'm Kevin Feige Lawyer, and I'm in this situation where I literally have an entire multimedia empire built on comics and I have a comic book character who is literally a different version of himself in, in every reality, the recasting for this is, is it, it, it's yelling at you at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't no think brainer. of an easier way yeah. to exit a character regardless of the situation and bring mm-hmm. in someone new. And there's so many people that would be chomping at the bit for this that could bring the acting chops to it i mean we can go down a name game later but at this point it, it's very easy there's a very easy solution here to me and so i don't know what all the hand wringing is your about. reluctance to pull the switch yes. and just say yes. fuck it we don't care only communicates that you are we don't want to do the work like that is that is yeah. All that that conveys is right. we would prefer to just go the route that we have Jeez. and we just want to switch it off because you're right, Brian. It's easy. We saw 
heavily makeup versions of him at the end of Quantum Mania. It wanna... would not be hard for you to just be like, fuck it. We have something else. Is there a mouse on this podcast <laughs> that's trying to get my attention? I know. I'm like, Marcus, are you trying to say something? Marcus is playing Excuse like my me. he's playing my son who like wants to ask me a question when I'm trying Excuse to talk to the bet to the bank teller. Excuse like, me, yes, what? <laughs> like <laughs> Okay, can I propose something that is not aligned with my morals or thought process into um, like the 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 case with Jonathan Majors? Can I propose a different scenario? You right? I want to propose that, um, and this once again, this is completely separate. I'm just thinking outside entity, right? Of maybe why they have not pulled the trigger on Mm. this. Okay, I think. If I'm, if me, Marcus, as a person who is enjoying things as they are and not yes. as like with the drama behind Jonathan Majors yes. and the things he's going and everything that's happening, right? Yes. He's acting his ass off. And mm-hmm. I think that there is a, there is a task there to find somebody who can play this role yes. because they have obviously seen something down the line that yep. we have not seen yet that they mm-hmm. like. And I think in Loki, I have kind of seen it. In Quantumania, we've yep. kind of seen it of like the boy is acting his ass off. If, if, I, if I'm separating these two things and honestly, that yes. it, you can find a big name to replace. Like you can do an Idris Elba. You can do something like that. Oh, to sure. come in at, well, you can't Ooh. really because he's an MCU. But um, I mean, you could. I mean, I mean, yeah, you can do it. Really, like really an older grizzled Kang. Yeah. Like a, really like that's the final version of Kang. Yeah, there are there are ways to replace the person. He is not irreplaceable by any means, but I do see a difficulty with like you see somebody acting they ass off. There is a reason that they've been stretching Kang across a bunch of movies. And I think they're trying to go to the very last moment that they can before they make a decision, because if they were to recast him before he's found not guilty, there's something in that contract that is going to be like. Uh, we should have waited, or he gonna get some money out of that because they let him go too soon. You know what I mean? Does that, I is that make they sense? Are, you're probably oh, right. They 100%. are probably waiting for it to be explicit that, like, yes, final. Like, the he, hand, the gavel has come down, and you yeah. are guilty. Then you are. Then the mouse yep. is done. But the mouse has been giving you all of these resources. Megan Good has been on your side. They've been like amping you up in front of the black folk to get you back in the good. I'm just being honest. From like, well, no, I'm laughing because you're like. right, though. Well, and remember, the which of the two studios has been more subject to the court of public opinion, DC or Marvel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. it's easy if you want the blueprint of like, well, we're gonna give in to the court of a court mm-hmm. of public opinion and let that mm-hmm. dictate how we do business. Aquaman two is your only reason to be yeah. that way yep. because yeah. all of the shit. And we reported on it at least three, four weeks ago. Yeah. We talked about what a nightmare Aquaman two, what a nightmare Aquaman yep. man two looks like. And all of that, like pressure rumor to have yep. him kicked out came from a story that stemmed from a trial that then yes. found its way to WB headquarters. And they went, Oh no, people don't like Amber heard. Maybe we'll right. get rid of her. Yeah. Like, right. That is all of that. Yeah. And so that's a great to, to Disney's credit. And again, I am not, this is me. Separate. Se- it's completely this is entirely separate. separate. Right. In their defense. Wait and see. Like you I get it. And I re- yeah. And I realized three minutes ago, I said, you should flip the switch. But that's a great point, Marcus, of like, yeah, that's that's a great point as to why they might not. So I appreciate you bringing it up. 
I, I think it's a great, I, no, and I think it's a great point because it is the business angle, right? Because we're getting a lot of the legal stuff, but like from the actual story perspective, like I think Jonathan Majors does it really well. And I think they will absolutely let it, like they're going to go up to the minute until yep. they can. Yep. And yep. I, I agree with Darnell. Um, that is definitely what Disney's, that is definitely what Disney's yeah. view is at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is probably why that would probably push back of, of the philosophy of like, why aren't you recasting right away? Cause they all probably are like, no, like this is the guy to play the mm-hmm. role, but we also understand these other outside implications. So from a business perspective, Flip you can't switch. make that. You can't make that decision yet. You you can't. Yeah. And we don't know how much the the other and the other other part of that is. You don't know how much money they've in. Oh, I hate being this person. Yeah. You don't know how much money they've Capitalism already invested. It, capitalism it, is a. You can yes, be the self righteous like you can be on the pedestal and be self righteous all you want to as much as you want to. But at the end of the day, you're still a business, and capitalism is the business. And if yes. you've already invested so much into this uh-huh. person and into this uh-huh. character there is i'm already hemorrhaging money we just said that from the disney plus releases you yep. they, i'm gonna lose even more money when i gotta pay out this motherfucker for the yep. rest of his contracts or yep. let him go too early and get blowback from the public like darnell said i'm my hands is tied behind my back until the very last minute where i have an excuse to actually let him go right like that's just the honesty to use the football term this is they are a game time decision we do not know like the doctors have looked at them but we don't know (laughs) until that's all that this is that's all that it is it's sad that that's the way it is but it you know here we are and and I see Darnell talking about recasting T'Challa. Like you know, I I to me recasting is not a bad word. No, no. I, I'm a big proponent of it. I've 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 have been on that soapbox and for they Star will. Wars, and they will. You know, and like X Y Z. Um. So, but but yeah, it is definitely they're trying to run out the clock here, and yeah. I think they know they, they have until my guess. If if I had to guess. I think it's going to be January, February 24 when they make the decision if they're going to yeah. if they're going to stick or cut them loose. Then they can um, fix it after the strike is over. Mm-hmm. All your new actors nope. are free to go. All yep. your writers are free to go. You exactly. can go into Deadpool three, and Deadpool three <laughs> will be your yep. restart. And you can make a little quick Ryan Reynolds Deadpool joke about, oh, you look like a different person. Are you saying all black people look alike? No, I'm not saying all black people look alike. You're just a version of Kang. Boom, yep. done. Out of being, out of boom, we're done. Yep. Yeah. And you could even do like one of those quippy things where, you know, once he is found guilty and everybody hates him, like you could do one of those things that like Ryan Reynolds did at the end of Deadpool 2, where he went around killing different versions right. of himself. You right. could Good have point. a cutaway where he just cuts the head off a of Kang and goes, oh, wasn't that hard? Insert quip here. And then <laughs> moseys on to the next part of the timeline. Right. Like it, you could it's- you could undo it. It's I think Marvel is is smarter than we think because they've set up exit strategies mm-hmm. Deadpool is an exit strategy like their variance is an exit strategy like there's so yes. many different ways that they can just like hit the I agree. and I, I guess agree. Some of the, I mean I guess some of this is like how much of this is their own doing and how much of it is mm-hmm. a, a, a combination and a comp like a basically a compounding of factors factor mm-hmm. one COVID fuck them all up oh. and that's nobody's yeah, fault that's that nobody not, right. not their fault 
how they handled it, which is point two with Chappick <laughs> leaning into Disney plus and, and saying, you know, m like faster, more intense with every single Disney show that faster. he tried to do harder, and, faster, stronger. Yep. And so those two things compounded and then underestimating what people would go back to the theater for. You kind of said yeah. like, Oh, they'll show up for anything. And that just has true numbers go mm. back like two months to where Brian did his numbers recap. It's not true. The numbers in the yeah. writing is on the wall. They want an event. Barbie mm -hmm. and Oppenheimer is the quintessential definition of the lesson all studios should have learned, which is you want your movie to be successful, yep. make it a fucking event. Like yep. make it a thing where you dress up and you go. But if mm -hmm. you're just trotting out the B squad, rethink it because they're not going to want to, they're not going to show up for, right. you know, whatever. So right. I would just say like, that's they how they've handled the pandemic didn't help how they handled the pandemic didn't help having a, a a like a disingenuous CEO who had a bad strategy didn't help. Yep. And they've never been. It's the it's the uh, Tiger King line. Mm -hmm. They have never been able to financially recover from this. <laughs> like they are just stuck going. Yeah, we either have to wait until this is resolved or we have to say all of that bullshit, we're never going to recover and we're just going to flush it and start over. And that's yep. a hard pill to swallow. Yep. Well, on the plus side, I have three pieces of Marvel news that maybe will lighten your mood up. Let's do it. We just, well, I think some of this we already know. Uh, what if season two premieres on Disney Plus this holiday season? Um, the Valkyrie is oh. in the Marvels movie. They just released a new trail for the Mar Marvels, and Valkyrie is in Valkyrie's the in there. So you know, you know I'm in that motherfucker. Hell yeah! You know I'm in there. And then Blade is movie. Blade is going to be rated R according to Deadline. So, um, I yeah, mean, there you go. I'm. I, they're, trying I, I, they're, yeah, they're trying to fix it right now. I don't know I don't know how you do Blade without it being rated R. That's that's the this obvious. This man, question. this man sucks blood for sustenance. Like, what the I mean, fuck are you gonna do? And some people do that for free. Well, yeah, and I feel just their bag, man. That's their young. Or <laughs> nice to, to your point, though, like Only honestly, <laughs> I feel like they th this was part of like the September August retreat they did. Yes, and I feel yeah. like they know they need to start pivoting and being more distinct since we've been in this ether yep. for so long. And I yep. feel like I feel like somebody there was like, you know, we've been really violent before, and that works. And I feel like Kevin Feige was like, it's time, it's time to yeah. go max. Well, did you oh, see the stuff about max. the spotlight? Like did about you, Echo and stuff like that. Like the did new, you, oh yeah. new series. Did you doing? see? Did you catch the warning at the end of Echo? No, no, I did not. I did not. The warning at the end of Echo was: This is TVMA. You need to fix your Disney Plus settings if you want to watch this. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yep. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I like that they started with Echo, right? If you're gonna have a rated yes. R thing, and Daredevil was in it too, right? He, he was most in that trailer certainly too. was. Mm -hmm. He's diving he, backwards. He's like in two frames of that, but yeah, he's but he's in it. That shit quick as hell. I, I, but it, uh, go it ahead, would be Doug. it would be difficult to do Echo without him. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. It's I mean, yeah. it's based off of for those that need to know. It's based off of the parts of a whole storyline, and really, it's. Matt is mourning the death. And this is actually a great way you can kind of fix some of those cast members not coming back to see again, right. Marvel is smart. So like foggy is coming back, but his previous love interest is not. Yeah. And in echo in the parts of a whole storyline, Matt is mourning the death of his love interest, which was featured in the previous series. 
So it would be really easy to just use Echo as a he's found out she's died. Kingpin capitalizes and sends Echo to try and kill her. Well, and it's going to be curious what how 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 they do this timeline wise. I'm sure there's going to be lots of flashbacks and flash forwards. Um, But honestly, I'm I I want this series to do well. Like this is where I'm at. Like both with the Marvels too. Like I feel like the Marvels is like the closest we're going to get to an Avengers team up movie for a while, which is one of the reasons I'm excited about it. Echo is something. It is very fresh and it's very new. And I, and I feel like if you're, if you're going to draft off of that Hawkeye energy, this is how you do it. And I really want it to be good. Cause I think it could be something really special and different yeah. and, and be distinctive and get edgier. Cause I do feel like we're at the point where people who watched Iron Man in 2008, like if you were a kid, then you, yeah. you have grown up, you are an adult now. So this is an example of like, this can kind of grow up with you. You're probably ready for Echo. If your first Marvel movie was Iron Man as a kid, you're ready. You're ready for something yeah. a bit more complicated than yeah. here, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and it does give, I mean, if you stuck and you hung out and you, and you watched Hawkeye, Brian, to your point, if you yeah. watched Hawkeye, you now get to dive into it a little bit more in depth. So Darnell asks a great question in the chat says, do you guys think with spotlights, it would confuse people on what's connected and what's not people are already lost as it is. <laughs> so gentlemen thoughts on Darnell's question. I have a, uh, I have a, mm, it's a two, two, two way, two part answer. One, the answer is yes. It can be confusing because it is what it is. Um, but also like the, um, what is the special presentations? Yeah. And the spotlight. Here's the reason why I like it. And I think it won't be too much of a problem. I think you have to be a certain type of a fan to understand the difference. And part of that is being a comic book fan, right? There are versions of comic books and versions of characters that are those one-offs. And it's like the one, one particular story about this one thing. And this is only what it's about, or it's a series that focuses on these one individual characters. I think that makes sense with a movie because then I know when you're on the app itself, it'll probably be like, here are all the spotlight characters that you want to do, or or here are all the special presentations. It's Werewolf by Night. It's Silver Surfer. It's these characters where they're just one-offs. Our longer series, because now we're not doing limited series anymore, they're saying they want to do a few seasons for series now. Okay, these are our long-running series. This is a spotlight where Echo might not get another series. Mm-hmm. You just get a one-and-done because that's how the kind of the comic book runs, and you could do the same thing with Hawkeye. Hawkeye is now a spotlight thing, and you can redefine some of those that already came out, like She-Hulk or whatever. Yes, it can be confusing, but I also think we got to remember... Marvel wants to plan for not just the people who are in the right now, but for the people who are going to catch up later. And so when it's time to do the homework, I think this is an easy way for me to be like, let me go watch this spotlight series with this one character before I go see this next thing. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yep. Yeah. And for, and just to, for everybody that, that may not know. So Marvel announced the, the, this, this type of branding spotlight branding. So if you see a series that is a spotlight branded project, it is not necessarily connected to the larger crossover type stuff, essentially. Mm-hmm. So if it's a spotlight project, you can be like, hey, grandma, you should check this out. And they'll be like, I don't watch all the Marvel stuff. Be like, wait, it's a spotlight series. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I do feel like it helps focus on those more character driven stuff right yeah i I, and i think that's a fan of different things well 
I feel like it's an easier way to be like, I really like Marvel, but I like it when it's character focused, like Moon Knight or right. even Daredevil, Jessica Jones, that type of stuff. Um, and, and She-Hulk. It does feel like She-Hulk will be connected, but like, right. But it's the same idea yeah. of like, yeah. Yeah. hey, you just want to watch like a good story and you don't have to catch up on anything. This is for you. And I feel like that could work for Marvel because they've built their entire brand on everything's connected. I mean, we even talked about homework, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is kind of how it feels with how they've rolled out some of these stories. You don't want people to make it feel like homework. And this is a great way to be like, just, just, you you need nothing come as you are, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a, Mm. it's a good on ramp. Mm -hmm. It's a good on ramp to say like, or again, Brian, to your point of like, I don't like Marvel's like pop stuff. Mm-hmm. I really like just Daredevil. And you're like, oh, okay, right. cool. Then there's this spot- spotlight as well as the series, and you could be done. Like and that's so a good way I, to put it. That's a good way to put it. The pop, like the yeah. mainstream pop, is like I'm also tired of Marvel's current storytelling when it comes to certain movies. Like mm-hmm. I do miss the days yeah. of when Iron Man had a darker feel, tone, cinematography, look, Thor felt so it felt a little bit darker it felt a little bit more um well serious and and maybe they'll go back to that one day and like i don't know even captain america felt like you know winter soldier had a different feeling to it yeah um i I understand that the audience is more broad now and you have more children that are watching but i don't know well and this is an interesting point and i had a conversation because i feel like guardians of the galaxy 3 Yes, it went I back feel to like that. it was that. Yes, yes. When I talk to people yeah. about that movie, I get such a strong reaction, whether positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Like I, I talked to somebody this weekend about it, and they're like, "Ugh, I can't." And I'm like, "What? Damn. What do you mean?" Like Guardians of the Galaxy Three is just really tough mm-hmm. because it is, it is dark, especially with the animal mm-hmm. stuff. And like, I think it's so polarizing and so fascinating that that the most distinct project made people the most uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it is also the most highly praised movie so far right. since Endgame. Right. So it's, I, I do feel like we got to, we got to pick a direction here, Marvel. We've, we've, we've talked about this before and, and it's risk. It's yeah, take it's, a risk. Like, yeah, they take they a risk. To. Tell, tell a story that might make, make me uncomfortable Mm-hmm. And I'm going to reward you through. I'm going to reward you for it. Even mm-hmm. if it's an attempt, I'm going to reward right. you for it versus the, if you po- drill, like trot out the same, like big flashy colors. Like <laughs> if you give me Thor love and thunder in a different sort of iteration and capacity mm-hmm. and you don't take the risk and you keep doing that, I'm eventually going to be like, y'all, I can't, I can't anymore. Like I, I mm-hmm. need the risk or otherwise, I don't want to stick with it. So it's a Drake right. album. I mean, you know what I mean. Like it's a Drake oh, album. I agree, hundred percent. Like you have to, you have to, you have to have the honestly never mind. You have to have the, mm-hmm. you have to have the uh, more life's. It, it, it's music in general, right? From from any of our favorite artists that can hang around this long. That mm-hmm. what we're the honest conversation, and I, I love the fact that we've been talking about this for so long because I do think it's a it's a good conversation to have. But longevity is the on, yes. is the name of the game. And there right. aren't a lot of artists that can stay this long in a game mm-hmm. without being either overly criticized or not making it what they used to be or being compared constantly to what right. it used to be. And when you try something new, then everybody's like, ew, yuck, what the fuck? Until you <laughs> sit with it long enough where 
it grows on you and you actually get a time to listen to it. Not when it's like mm-hmm. fresh from the eye, from the hands of reviewers or fresh from the hands of like, yeah. yo, this shit is ass. I can't believe I missed the old Drake or I missed the old Marvel. or I missed the old whatever. <laughs> yeah. And- I was, I was just going to say, there are people who have like probably a similar set of attire to me, a mustache. <laughs> Maybe they're wearing uh, a venom shirt underneath this and they can say like, I like Marvel before it got all, you know, right. corporate. Like right, they're yeah. they're making right. that statement, much like making a comment on a, a Drake album or any type mm-hmm. of album. They're like, I liked it before it went pop. Like that's that's a real yeah. conversation that's mm-hmm. happening somewhere. I mean, um, and so and, yeah. And I feel like I do feel like that is what is gonna happen with like Eternals and She Hulk. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. like that is my bold. They'll revisit it. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. feel like people will revisit it and like it still blows my mind. I know we already talked about Eternals, but the Eternals introduced so many things that we haven't revisited in two years. Yes. That it, it, it is mind blowing. And I liked the risk they took. The whole movie didn't work for me, but there were parts that did. And I'm shocked that they didn't pick up on those or even follow up on any of those threads. Now, the Marvels is probably a good place if they if something were to happen. But um yeah like you have to i don't know the the risks feel fewer is is, i guess maybe where we're at Gemma chan's character is still on earth is she she didn't leave she never left well, no, she got kidnapped at the end. I thought she got kidnapped. I thought she oh, got shit. T- yeah, no, she right. did get taken. Yeah, she got taken. Yeah, the Black right. Knight. Black Knight there you is go. Yeah. hanging out with Blade. Well, apparently. that's not happening anymore, apparently. Like, they now they've scrapped that whole thing. It's a whole thing. Anyway. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Great conversation. Either way. <laughs> Great conversation, y'all. Appreciate Darnell in the chat. Yeah. Some questions and, and participating yeah, along yeah. with us. Um. Uh, I I mean, really, that's kind of we've exhausted the Marvel I topic mean, for a long time. And yeah. for those of you who are wondering, OK, they keep talking about the Marvels. We're going to talk about it next week. Like yes. that's it comes out this weekend. So think about this. Here's the last thing I'll say about landscape and some of the answers and what we expect. Big episode of Loki coming out late Thursday mm-hmm. night into Friday. Mm-hmm. And on the same day, Friday, the Marvels will release in theaters. So this yeah. dream scenario that Marvel wanted to have where a Disney Plus series ended and a movie premiered, they will be coming out at the same time. My hopes for them having any semblance of connection whatsoever is in it the leads right into it. Of the basement of the basement of the subfloor of the apartment building that Kevin Feige rent ends. I would not, and this is Doug Wagner being the cynical man he is, if they touch it or address what happens in Loki and the Marvels at all, I will be flabbergasted. Wait, 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 say it again. Say it again. I'm saying based on Marvel's pre previous history, they do this all the time where a movie releases, like here's a great example. Yo, Falcon and the winter soldier and black widow. It went Falcon and the winter soldier, then black widow. We didn't touch they, they kind of looked at, they were like people in a bathroom. They didn't look at each other, but they were both kind of in the same room. We got like a, the briefest Valentina moment. <clears throat> like, like really, 30 really seconds. That is the, that is my hope for Loki season two coming to some sort of climactic moment this yeah. Friday and the Marvel's releasing. If they do like a trick or treat, here's a little moment. That's it. That's what I expect. I don't think I think it's going to be expectations are very low. Mine is it's going to be bigger than that, because I don't think you strategically drop Loki season two. The way that they've been leading up to this big thing, he who remains. I think that we get some type of version of Kang 
and he right. gets triggered by something that happens in the Marvels that will bring him to Earth because now we need to start connecting dots. And if Marvel is smart, you end Loki on Thursday evening, you watch it, you go book your ticket for the movie theater because yeah. Carol Danvers is either at the end of goddamn Loki or there is some reference or something to the Marvels of there's something there. I think that there's something there if they're smart. If not, I, I'm, well, I'm like, that's follow crazy. Us, follow us on socials where I live stream Marcus's disappointment. No way. <laughs> or follow me on socials where I prove the man wrong. I, well, I think something to keep Brian in will just mind. Be there. Something to keep in mind, though, that I want to interject into this is that we were supposed to get the Marvels in July. So we're in some respects, we're already supposed. Ugh, let me start over. There is a version of this where it was completely normal for us to have the information of the Marvels going into Loki season two. Mm. So I'm keeping myself in check for that. Nice. However, however, Marvel is not one to just to just not modify stuff at the last minute. Case in point, they added the stinger for the Avengers one week before they released Mm. the, the movie um 2012 avengers so i I do think i I think there will be connective tissue i don't think it'll be i don't know if it's going to be kang though but we'll see all right well tune in next week when (laughs) we'll be able to unpack it all so god damn it she's back again (laughs) yeah we should do a live reaction to loki that would be fun should we? Uh, yeah, how do we do it? I don't know. How I don't we know. We'll do figure it. it out. Hey, stay with us as we make this all up. We'll figure it out. Along, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we can sit right here uh, on our podcast. We'll, we'll stream it on week. Twitch while I'm playing Spider-Man. It's going to be great. Sam <laughs> and Doug can play it now, too. I can as well. That game is insane. Um, oh, okay. Gentlemen, anything else you all want to chat on this episode? Oh, no, man. I think... Thank you for hanging in there with us. I hope you enjoyed yes. this Marvel conversation. Um, I, yeah. I it's don't been know, a long follow, time yeah. coming. I mean, it's we've been, been kind of dancing coming. around this for a while, and mm-hmm. we were at a good point, especially with what's coming up. We were at a good point to say, like, what's the current status of this? So, I yeah. mean, and I know that we talked about it at length during the when the Daredevil news came out, um, mm-hmm. which was, oh, geez, this was like two, three weeks ago. Uh, but, oh, my gosh, I have breaking news from Kangaroo in the Water. Velocipaster 2 is in production so we're gonna keep tabs on that however but yeah i mean just two three weeks ago there was the daredevil tv stuff that we Mm -hmm. dissected and now this is like the big bird's eye view for you our listeners we know that you like our deep dives so this was the marvel deep dive before we go into the marvels so hopefully this is really good companion listening as the Marvels comes out this weekend. So I'm glad that we were able to have this out because there is so many interlocking parts here that you can't discuss one without the other at this point. Very true. And for those of you... Fuck Doug, because (laughs) he always comes as as Zack Snyder for every goddamn thing. Wow. No, okay. Here's... I got... Okay, here's... Here's here's what I was saying. So... Here's what happened. So it got another piece of news that got released today is that we sort of went backwards and I don't know how this came out, but it got announced that Zack Snyder's rebel moon and army of the dead. Yes. Are in the same universe. 
Yes. What's I'll wrong with on this. And my knee-jerk reaction was like, cool. <laughs> and the reason why that was my knee-jerk reaction is kind of because I appreciated that what Zack Snyder was doing with these projects was sort of the antithesis of what Marvel was doing. That they were good on their own. That I didn't need them to be connected for me to enjoy it. So glad that he put them together, but it does feel like it does feel like he's that kid in the back of the room that's like, Mrs. Johnson, I did this week's homework and next week's homework. And everybody's like, fuck that guy. Like it no one oh asked my you God. To, no one asked you to do that. Like you didn't need to make them connected. Again, glad that they did. We but didn't I ask, didn't ask. We didn't ask for half this shit that Marvel is doing <laughs> either. But ain't nobody said a goddamn word about it. I nobody I, said nothing. Nobody said a mumbling word when all this shit was and, connected and, again, and not connected. We spent the better part of fifty-five minutes saying how for the past year and a half they haven't done it well. All of a sudden, so, when Zack Snyder does it, it's a goddamn problem. I think I'm it, not saying it's a no, and I, I don't want it to be construed as like, oh, I think it's a problem. It, it's sort of like a cool. I I got my I got my tenth stamp for my free sub. Oh, awesome. you know what? All right, just Great. go to the part where we spotlight something. <laughs> just go to that part because this might be the end of film. It's gonna be films in white on white. I thought it was weird. fine. I thought it was capital F fine. I I I am how, unmoved. That that is the best way for me to describe it. It's fine. Cool. It's fine. Great. It's fine. Move Brian, on. is there anything that you would like to promote this week? <laughs> Hey, folks, have I told you about Color Me Confetti, my wife's Etsy store where you can find all types of party decorations. You don't have to buy a big package. You can buy individual decorations. That's right. You can go straight to Etsy and type in Color Me Confetti, all one word, and go check out her, her shop. There you go. Color Me Confetti. Doug, what do you got to promote this week? I would like to promote my new podcast calls. It's not a problem, which is an apologist <laughs> podcast for the situation I've created. Um, no, it's Island plug, plug this podcast. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. This feels like, and I think you should leave bit. Like, it's I not, can't stress it's this fine. Enough. It's I can't. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about any of it. Next like, week, this will be the next episode of Films in White on White because the black is leaving. So <laughs> figure yeah, black, it out. Welcome to Yep. Yep. Films on white and white sounds like a we're gonna KKK get a lot of followers, podcast. but for all the it's wrong all reasons. The, oh my gosh! No, I, it's I, all insurrectionist that awful. is like listening now. So it would like, basically be like the FBI list that I'm like looking <laughs> so for on January. It's a no fly list is also the like, listeners for films. It would be the honeypot. Doug and I yeah, would be the honeypot yep. operation. Yeah, yep, that's right. Yep. Operation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's back. All right. Oh um, man, what a great sim symmetrical moment. Perfect. That was perfect. Full circle. The only thing here's what I have to plug this podcast. If you have enjoyed our conversation, if you enjoy our shenanigans, <laughs> the best way for us to get some traction is to share us with a family member or a friend. Tell them you like listening. Recommend that we listen. That's the best way for us to grow. If you're one of those folks who's like, hey, I got a couple extra bucks hanging around, uh, toss it our way, patreon.com slash films in black and white great way for you to support us and so uh really love if that was something that you would want to do um 
Also, happy next week we might be able to celebrate a momentous occasion where mm-hmm. we get across the 10,000 listener mark, Ooh, um, which we're boy. very, very excited about. So that would be quite the moment. Um, so hopefully you all can tune in next week. So that's what I got to plug. Marcus, what do you have to plug? Um, You already know what it is. Make sure you follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, or Noah for short. Go listen to some music. Got some new music on the way. Go listen to some Soul Tie. He's got a new single out right now. Um, Go buy yourself some merch with the link in my bio and all of my socials. But whatever you do, make sure you live the mantra and follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. Absolutely. Um, well, you know what we have here. We have a three-step process to success. Brian, kick us off with that first step. Hey, folks, I'm here to tell you to read a book. Are you passionate about something? Do you really like certain subjects? Because there's books for them, and you can learn more about them and the granular details about them that might inform your opinions. Say, You wanted to know more about the MCU. I'm currently reading a book called Reign of the MCU with every single behind the scenes and production choice, the people who made the things happen all the way back in the early 2000s. And it's it's pretty good. Doug and Marcus have humored me. I will just word vomit at them about all these really little weird details that that don't make any sense out of context. So it just do yourself a favor if you really like something lean in lean in get a book get a book and read it you'll love it read a book absolutely thank you so much uh marcus what is that second step you want to make sure you drink some water i don't know what the hell going on with south dakota weather but we still fine i guess it snowed last week and now it was hot as hell today uh but make sure you five today 65 nice crisp 65 but it's good fall weather it was no it was nice outside it was very beautiful out um but make sure you're drinking some water make sure you get that good stuff in you treat yourself to some fiji treat yourself to some vase treat yourself to the nice stuff stop drinking out that water that water out the spigot although it was the cure for covid i'm sure but now (laughs) (laughs) so you know i mean drink some water absolutely and our third step to this uh, whole success train is look y'all it's all of those it's just getting into the time where we're going to be spending a lot more time indoors Mm -hmm. we fell back Mm -hmm. and you're going to be around a lot of folks do them a favor do yourself a favor wash your ass like don't carry in everything as we get into the holiday season with the two big ones coming up like it's important to just make sure that you clean all that stuff out so that way as you're inside longer given the winter and what's coming you're not punishing everybody with your stench. Just take care. It's coming. That's right. Um, and Roman, there's no step four. Uh, step Embrace four. your yum. Embrace your, your inner yum. You know, that's what you have it. Um, that does it for this week's episode of Films of Black and White. We'll be back next week with another fantastic episode. But in the meantime, and in the between time, stay healthy, stay safe. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Doug and I'll be boxing in the uh, Patreon, mm-hmm. so join for five dollars. And I will be calling it, uh, so you can join that for my commentary. If anything, for the commentary of two friends who don't on each other. Yeah, it really ends up Brittany beating us both the fuck up. So that's pretty much that's pretty much gonna be. It. That's Brittany's music. She's yeah. oh my god! Oh my oh god. god! There she comes. She's got a steel She's running down the line. Fuck! Oh, the humanity! Where did she get a steel chair? <laughs> oh.